welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight. I'll be your coach, helping you to keep it simple and stay motivated so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. Hello, welcome to today's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. We're more than halfway through January, which is one of the toughest months of the year, I think. Despite the trend of dry January, my online poll actually indicated many of you don't really even do this. So I thought it would be important to chat with you about my thoughts and strategies and to guide you on how you can drink alcohol and still lose weight. Plus, it was requested by a listener. So here we go. In this episode, I'm going to go over the basics of alcohol, why it can make losing weight harder, my top tips for drinking and losing weight, the best and worst drinks for weight loss, and of course, my tip of the episode as always. All right, let's get started. Booze and weight loss don't necessarily go hand in hand as well as a vodka and soda does. Before I dig into why they don't mix like besties, let's get into what alcohol is and how it affects you and your body. Alcohol is a drug, which I do think loads of people do tend to forget, and it includes wine, beer, cider, and hard alcohol. I'm not going to get into all of the air quote health benefits of like drinking a glass of red wine because it's not really relevant to this discussion. And ultimately, if you don't drink, it's not such a great benefit that you should start drinking a glass of red wine. What matters more is following the recommendations for drinking in moderation, which are up to one drink a day for women to a max of 10 drinks per week and up to two drinks per day for men to a max of 15 per week. I know, I know it's unfair. Men get more and no, you don't get to save up your drinks for the weekend if you don't drink them during the week. Now, here is the crux, especially for you wine drinkers. This recommendation is in relation to a standard drink. Each of these drinks contains the same amount of alcohol that I'm going to list for you. So a regular beer, 5% alcohol, 12 ounces, wine, 5 ounces, fortified wine like sherry, port, vermouth is 3 ounces, and spirits or liquors like rum or vodka is one and a half, one and a half ounces. So all of those are what is considered a standard drink. So why I mentioned the wine is because I would say majority of people don't pour themselves a five ounce glass of wine. You literally cannot even order a five ounce of glass wine, glass of wine in a restaurant. Like it's six ounces or it's nine ounces. You can't even get one glass. So this is where it can be a little bit of a struggle for wine drinkers because you might be shocked if you measure out five ounces of wine to see that What you think is one drink might actually be two or even three. Most people are pouring themselves more than a five ounce glass of wine and beer drinkers aren't usually drinking bottled beer anymore. They're typically drinking what we in Canada call a tall boy. So that's more than 341 milliliters or the 12 ounces. So if you're drinking a tall boy of beer, again, you're drinking more than a standard one drink. It's just something to think about as we go through. I'm not saying you can't drink a tall boy. I'm just saying it counts as more than one standard drink. Why does alcohol really make losing weight harder? 
Well, it is what I would consider empty calories, where you are consuming calories that don't really provide you any nutritional value. Of course, there's no nutritional value to the alcohol, and it's liquid, and it's really not that filling. Alcohol is also quite calorie dense. It's seven calories per gram. And in relation to the other macronutrients that you are consuming, fat is nine calories per gram and carbs and protein are four calories per gram. So it's definitely up there in terms of its caloric density. This is also why calories can really add up quickly when you're drinking. And even more so if you start mixing in juices, pops, or anything else to your drink. You may have also heard that alcohol can kind of like mess up your metabolism. It is true, but please don't freak out. What happens is that your body cannot store alcohol. So your body prioritizes it to be excreted from your system. And because of this, the breakdown of fats, carbs, and protein basically get put on the back burner. This doesn't necessarily equal automatic weight gain because your body is very smart and dynamic. And of course, it has more than one pathway for things to be metabolized. It's basically just not as working as efficiently as it could be. And when we talk about weight loss and metabolism, usually we're trying to do everything to maximize the efficiency of how we're breaking down and metabolizing and storing our nutrients. So if you're drinking alcohol and you're eating food as well, basically your body is just working a little bit less efficiently than it would be otherwise. The last reason drinking alcohol can make losing weight harder is because when you drink, you tend to eat more. And this really isn't just anecdotal. There is really actual true evidence to support this fact. People do tend to consume more calories once they've had a few drinks. One of the reasons behind this is because alcohol can actually change how your brain responds to food aromas around you. Plus, it also lowers your inhibitions, so you may be more likely to say yes to extra food and throw your goals out the window than you would have before you arrived and started drinking. I don't want you internally freaking out as you've been listening to me chat about why alcohol makes it harder to lose weight. You can 100% drink alcohol and lose weight. I've had loads of clients do it. It is important to know that it affects your weight so that you can be making the best plan and decisions for you and your goals. As always, I've got my tips to help guide you in your weight loss journey while drinking alcohol. So let's get into them. My first tip is to create some boundaries for when, how, and why you drink. These can look like not using alcohol as a coping mechanism, not letting others pressure you into drinking alcohol when you had already planned not to, choosing when and how much you will drink before you go to an event where you will be consuming alcohol, deciding when you really enjoy drinking alcohol and when you can skip it. Maybe this looks like saving alcohol for special occasions, time with friends, rather than a Monday night while you're watching The Bachelorette. Choose what you will and will not drink and stick to it. My next tip is to always stay hydrated while drinking. Not only 
is this because alcohol is a diuretic and can cause dehydration. It's also because drinking a glass of sparkling water or regular water in between alcoholic drinks can help slow down your actual drinking of alcohol. Number three is don't drink on an empty stomach. Tell your university self that those days are over. Seriously, don't try and save up all your calories for your alcohol. Alcohol effects can be intensified when consumed on an empty stomach, so it would be important to have a snack or a meal before or while you are drinking. The food in your digestive tract will then slow down the absorption of the alcohol, which can help you make better decisions as you continue to drink rather than relying on your air quote drunk self to help you stick to your goals. And number four, lastly, be smart about what drinks you consume. Aiming to choose lower sugar drinks is definitely the way to go. What are those lower sugar drinks, Laura, you might be thinking? Well, I've got a quick list of some of the best drinks for you to choose for weight loss. They include red wine, light beer, dry vermouth, hard alcohol on the rocks, or with like a diet soda, pop, or a club soda, and champagne. I'm not going to go into the calorie content of these here in the podcast. What I'll do for you is I'm going to include a list of the serving size of each of one of those and the calorie content of each one in my show notes. So if you are interested, you can head on over to my show notes and grab that list and check out which drink that you think resonates best with you and something that you would enjoy drinking Um, on your regular days that you have decided to drink alcohol. So you can grab the list on my show notes at lauravermander.com slash podcast. This is episode 34. Obviously, there's also a yin to the yang, and for every best list, there's a worst list. So here are some of the drinks I would probably suggest you avoid, and there's a little asterisk here. We're going to say as often as possible, because I don't support never consuming something if you love it. So the first one to avoid or limit would be sugary cocktails, like a Long Island iced tea, or like really anything mixed with juice, vodka, crayon, orange juice and vodka, like anything like that. Just try and skip those sugary cocktails. The next is frozen cocktails. Things like daiquiris, pina coladas, those need to be saved for super special occasions. And even then I would still be keeping them to a minimal consumption. Lastly, craft beer. This is because they tend to have extra ingredients to amp up their flavor, and they can also have a higher alcohol content, which you now know would then also amp up the calorie content. Now for my tip of today's episode. Even though I kind of feel like this whole episode is a tip, but anyway, what I want you to do for today's tip is your first step is to evaluate how much you are drinking right now. And be honest, like think about every day in the week, think back to what I said about that standard drink size, are you drinking one glass of wine on Tuesday, or are you actually maybe pouring yourself two? Then what I want you to do is figure out whether you could simply just decrease this amount that you drink, and maybe that will do the trick. So for people who are like regular wine drinkers and maybe drinking a glass of wine every night with dinner, there's nothing wrong with that. But this would be an easy way for you to kind of just slowly cut out a smaller portion of calories without really changing any of your major habits. It could be significant if, you know, you decrease it by one or two nights a week. So from here, what's your baseline? What are you drinking right now? 
Next, I want you to figure out times when you would really most miss drinking alcohol. This might look like a birthday, a holiday, a dinner out with friends. And then I want you to save your alcohol for all those times when you would really like to have a drink of alcohol. And think about all the other times where you kind of might not miss it and you would be okay with having a sparkling water or, you know, designating yourself as the driver for the evening and sticking to that strategy. Figure out the times where you're really going to miss alcohol and make sure that you are planning in advance for those occasions. There is also nothing wrong with relaxing after an insane day with your kids and having a glass of wine. I'm not here to say that alcohol can only be consumed on special occasions. It's all what you think is best for you and what you can make work with your lifestyle, your goals for yourself, and over the long term. Drinking alcohol is obviously I think such a personal choice. This episode is by no means me saying you should drink alcohol or you should not drink alcohol. I'm just here to give you the information so that you can make a well-informed choice during your weight loss journey and so that you can see the most success. One last thing that I'll add is that, of course, you can entirely give up alcohol to lose weight, 100%. People do this all the time. If this isn't something that you wanna do forever, it does need to be worked back in to your long-term maintenance plan. So what I mean is you can give up alcohol if you're trying to lose weight, but if you don't want to give up alcohol forever, you need to make a long-term plan when you get to your goal. You need to then make a plan for how you're going to add alcohol back in and maintain your weight loss goal. Obviously, maintenance always looks different than loss, so this is feasible to do. It's just something to keep in mind. Okay, that's it. If you have any questions for me about your choices, habits, drinks, cocktails, a recipe you want to send me, of course, send them my way. You can message me on Instagram at lauravee.weightlosscoach. If you like this episode, I would love if you would share it with a mom friend who would also enjoy it. The more listeners, the more people I can support. And of course, if you want some virtual mom friends to support you on your journey, please join my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link to join is in the show notes, which again, you can grab at lauravermander.com slash podcast. I'll chat with you more next week. Bye for now, mama. 